You are listening to Australia's tax news podcast, Tax Talks, the podcast for Australian tax professionals. Welcome to episode 88 of Tax Talks. This is Heidi Robson. A member's stress automatically moves into a retirement phase on their 65th birthday. But a member can also move a stress into retirement before that date if they have met a condition of release and notify the trustee. And the question for this episode is, when should a member make this notification to the trustee? Does the timing actually matter? Here's Mac Heffron of Heffron SMSF Solutions with the answer. Transition to retirement phase income streams are an interesting thing these days because in the past, people set them up a lot because they were fantastic. You could take money out of super, but more importantly, you got a tax exemption in the fund. You got the exempt current pension income. So oftentimes people would set them up, even if they didn't really want money out of super, just because the tax breaks were so good. So these days, there's no tax break like that for transition to retirement income streams. So people have them less frequently. But there are still plenty of people who have them because there are either people who do want to access their super before they retire or they want to take money out of super in order to fund bigger concessional contributions to super. So it's a little bit of a round robin. I take I take cash out because I can take it out at little or no tax rates and then I put it back in as a concessional contribution and, and claim a deduction for it. So we'll still see some people who run these transition to retirement income streams. Or I contribute it as non-concessional and then get the tax-free component up. That's right, yes. So that's a third case where people will still have these things. And so they're faced with a new tricky issue, and that is it's very that point in time when the transition to retirement income stream enters retirement phase is really important because two things will happen then. The first one is it needs to be reported to the tax office so they can add it to the individual's transfer balance account. So it starts counting towards the $1.6 million limit on pensions. And the other thing is the exempt current pension income. So the ability of the fund to get a tax break because it's providing a retirement phase pension kicks in. So two really important things happen at that time. And so that transition to retirement income stream into retirement phase is now a really important time for planning. So how it happens depends on what's prompting the move into retirement phase. If someone's moving to retirement phase just because they've turned 65, then automatically on their birthday, their pension becomes a retirement phase pension. Their TRIS becomes a retirement phase their pension. Their TRIS becomes a retirement phase pension. If, on the other hand, they're doing it because they've retired, maybe they're over 60 and they've changed jobs, and for superannuation purposes, that's classified as a retirement, then that process isn't automatic. It doesn't happen until they actually tell the trustee that it's happened. So actually just changing jobs already counts as a retirement? If you're over 60 at the time. Okay, because you ceased employment. Yes, you ceased gainful employment arrangement after 60. That's right. So even if you had two jobs and you ended one, or you had one job and you just moved to another one, either of those events, if you're over 60 at the time, would be a retirement. Because below 60, you need to have the intention of never working again. That's right. But over 60, you just need to have ceased some employment. Yep, that's right. There'll be plenty of people who enter retirement phase using that second route. So they've just 
seized a job after 60 or they've hit 59 and decided they never intend to work more than 10 hours a week again. Either way, that's retirement and their pension, their transition to retirement income stream will move to retirement phase as soon as they tell the trustee that that's what they've done, which is really interesting in a way because it gives them some time to plan. Let's imagine you had a case where somebody had a large TRIS, large transition to retirement income stream, $2 million. Well, the last thing you want to do is tell the trustee today that you've retired because your TRIS is too big. You know it's going to cause an excess. So what you would generally do is you would, first of all, make sure you got this, that TRIS back down to $1.6 million. So maybe you would do a partial commutation and take the extra $400,000 into a new accumulation account. And then you'd tell the trustee that you'd retired. So you didn't have an, an excess on the day it happened. The other thing you might do is you actually might take the whole year's pension payments out first, which sounds a bit weird. Like why, why take the pension payments out first? You're not obliged to take them out. In fact, a lot of people take pension payments out right at the end of the year. The reason you might take it out first is because then effectively you take your pension payments out first then you roll back the excess over $1.6 million to an accumulation account. But then you don't have to take anything more out of that pension at all for the rest of the year. Whereas you would normally think, oh gosh, I report my $1.6 million and then I have to take pension payments out. So it's probably going to be a little bit lower or not much higher than $1.6 million at the end of the year. But if you didn't have to take anything out for the rest of the year, it might be quite a bit higher than $1.6 million. The reason that works is because whilst we think of that pension as having two very distinct and different periods before retirement and after retirement, from a, a superannuation law point of view, it's just one pension all year. So superannuation law is completely agnostic about whether you take pension payments out before or after you move to retirement phase. And it's in our interests to take them out before we tell the ATO that we've locked in a $1.6 million pension for this person. If you take out the 80000 before, you can move $1.6 into retirement phase. If you don't make any pension payments before, you move $1.6 into retirement, and then you have to take 80000 out, being 5% of $1.6 And that means you immediately only have $1.52 in retirement that's, phase. That's right. And so you don't get any credit for the fact that you've taken these pension payments out, your transfer balance account will still say $1.6 million. But if you just took the pension payments out before you told the trustee you'd retired, then effectively you get that benefit of not having to reduce your pension account. Another approach people sometimes take when they've got clients moving from transition to retirement phase into retirement phase is they actually stop the old pension and start a brand new one, which is perfectly legitimate. That's fine. In fact, it, it kind of makes sense. You stop the old one, and then when you start the new one, you tell the trustee, I've retired. Then you start a brand new one with exactly $1.6 million. It's really, it's really neat and clean, if you like. Very simple from a reporting perspective. The only downside is now you've created two pensions instead of one. So superannuation law sees them as two distinct pensions, both with their own minimum payment requirements. So before you switch off the old one, you must take a, a sort of a proportionate amount of payments. And then when you switch the new one on, you must take a proportionate 
payment. So it'll be, for a start, it'll be, say, 4% of 1.6 million pro rata to reflect the fact that it's happening partway through the year, but you must take those pension payments. If you'd already taken a heap, because you tend to take your pension payments as soon as you know what the minimum for the year is, so you'd already taken your 80000 you don't get any credit for that in the brand new pension. You might end up having to take a whole lot more out of your brand new pension simply because you stopped it and restarted it. You'd have been better off to just leave it as a single pension running all year and then you only have one year's worth of minimum pensions to worry about. Welcome back. So to maximize CCPI for the year the TRIS transfers into a retirement phase, it is best to have clients make the full minimum pension payment before the transfer, so before notifying the trustee of the intention of moving the trust into retirement phase. In the next episode, episode 89, Paul McInross of Cleary Hall in Brisbane will talk about the duties of trustees. Until then, thank you for listening and thank you to Klaus for their support. Bye for now and see you in the next episode. <laughs>